Welcome to the Dr. Wyatt Show podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Wyatt Fisher, a licensed psychologist specializing in couples counseling. If you want better communication, more love, and less fights, download my app, Keep the Glow, today, wherever you get your apps. Today I'm going to talk about six signs that you need marriage counseling. A lot of people, unfortunately, wait too long before they start couples counseling or marriage counseling. Latest research I've read said that most couples wait four to seven years after problems start before they reach out for help. The problem with that is a lot of times when you wait that long, one person's already checked out. And if they go to couples counseling or marriage counseling, they're just going through the motions. So the earlier you can go to marriage counseling, the better. Because the earlier you go, the more hope there is. All the bitterness and resentments haven't set in as deeply. And the longer you wait, the higher your risk that recovery is not going to happen. So I'm going to go through six signs that you need marriage counseling. Number one, you have several topics you can't discuss with your partner. Do you have any of those topics that you know? We just can't talk about that because if we do, it's going to turn into a fight. Maybe the topic for you is finances. Maybe you can't talk about money because every time you talk about money, things escalate. Maybe it's sex. There's so much tension and resentment around sex, you can't even talk about it because when you bring it up, it begins, it blows up into a big fight. Maybe it's parenting. You can't even talk to your partner about their parenting style or how you're feeling as a parent because every time you do, things blow up. A lot of couples have this. It's common to have topics that are so hot, so tense, that we can't even talk about it, and if we do, things blow up. That's a sign you need marriage counseling because a marriage counselor can be the neutral third party to help you talk through it. I do this a lot with couples I see in my practice. They have topics they can't talk about because it's too heated, and often I'm the third party, the neutral party, that helps them work through those topics, helps them share power on those topics, and ideally helps them strike a win-win that they both feel good with. Number two, your needs are chronically unmet. What are needs? All of us have needs. They're just different types of needs. Some of the most common needs are emotional intimacy. That's the need to feel like you're best friends with your partner, that they know you on a deep level and you know them, and you're spending regular time cultivating the friendship. That's emotional intimacy. Another need could be affection. And affection is all forms of non-sexual touch. So think of hugs, back rubs, holding hands, cuddling. That's affection. Some people really need affection. Another top need might be quality time, where you just need to be together. You want to have that undivided attention. And when you do have that, you feel connected and close. Another top need might be sexual intimacy, because you feel close and connected through sexual contact. That's another common need. So you know you need marriage counseling when some of your top needs are chronically unmet. And when I say chronically, that means they're not met more times than not. Because all marriages are going to go through seasons where both partners' needs aren't met. Because maybe one partner is sick, or maybe there's a pregnancy, or maybe it's a real stressful time in life, or maybe there's a lot of travel. It's understandable to go through pockets or seasons where both partners' needs may not be perfectly met. However, when that becomes the pattern, when that becomes the norm, 
you have a problem because no one can last long-term in a relationship without their core needs being met. So if that's you, your core needs are not being met on a regular basis in your marriage, you need marriage counseling. Number three, you've built walls between you and your partner. This is what we do. When you're in a relationship and there's unresolved resentments, needs are not being met, you have all of these topics you can't talk about, you start building walls. And the reason we build walls is to protect ourselves because it's much harder to not have walls than it is to have walls because when you have walls, you feel safer. Think of war. In the old days, when they would have war, they would erect these walls. They would have these defense walls around their city, around their village to protect them from invaders. And when we're going through rough times in our marriage, we start feeling like our partner is more of an enemy than an ally. So we erect walls to protect ourselves. How thick is your wall? How high is your wall toward your partner? That will show you how many problems your relationship has, how many divisions you have, how many issues you have, based on how thick and how high the wall is in your heart toward your partner. You're not gonna have a good marriage as long as you have walls. And so if you have walls in your heart, if you find yourself detaching, staying removed, distancing yourself from your partner, when you get close to them, you notice you're walled off, that means you need marriage counseling because nothing's gonna get better as long as you have active walls. Number four, you feel hopeless that things will ever get better. One of the worst emotions anyone can have is feeling hopeless. When you start feeling hopeless, you start feeling despair. And that makes people feel depressed. And so hopelessness can set in in a relationship when you start feeling like things are never gonna get better. They're never gonna change. My needs are never gonna be met. Why am I here? This feels like prison. When your marriage starts feeling like prison because your needs are chronically unmet, that creates hopelessness. And none of us can withstand hopelessness for very long before we start feeling despair. So if you're feeling hopeless in your marriage, you definitely need marriage counseling. None of us wanna be in a relationship where we feel hopeless. That's horrible. And ideally, marriage counseling can help you and your partner heal your resentments, build your skills so that hope can come back into your relationship. So if you're feeling hopeless, that's a big red flag that you need support. You need marriage counseling. Are you enjoying the episode today, but you wanna go even deeper? If so, join my community, Matrimony. Matrimony provides four things. First, you'll gain exclusive access to my deep dive where I unpack the weekly podcast in more detail. Second, you'll gain more access to me because I provide live Q&A once a week to answer all your questions. Third, you'll gain access to my best marriage resources to start building your relationship today. And fourth, you'll gain access to my community so you can learn these skills and tools with other couples. To learn more, click the link in the description. Number five, you feel alone. If you feel alone, you need marriage counseling. Isn't it ironic that we can be married to someone and still feel alone? And why is that? What creates that? The walls create loneliness. 
because when our needs aren't met, there's unresolved resentment. We build the walls to protect ourselves, but once the walls come in, now we're alone. Now we're isolated in our own marriage. And this happens a lot, and then that makes more walls. So how lonely do you feel in your relationship? How isolated do you feel? How alienated do you feel in your marriage? It's not supposed to be that way. You married your partner to have a partner so that you could have someone shoulder to shoulder facing the challenges of life, meeting one another's needs, making adventures together, sharing in joys together, going through trials together. You got married to have a partner. But when there's unresolved hurts, unresolved resentments, needs aren't met, walls get built, we start feeling alone in our marriage. Even though we have a partner, we feel isolated. So that's another big red flag that if you're feeling lonely in your marriage, you need marriage counseling. Number six, you feel tempted to start getting your needs met somewhere else. This is a big, big indicator that you need marriage counseling. Because all of us have these core needs that I've already discussed that are hardwired into us. And we can usually only last so long before we want to get those needs met somewhere. Now, this does not justify acting out. This is not to rationalize acting out. Because if you step outside of your marriage to get your needs met, that choice is 100% your fault. However, the more unhappy you are in your relationship, the more your love bucket is low, the more your needs are not met in your relationship, the more susceptible, the more temptation, the more desire you're gonna feel to get those needs met somewhere else. But it's still your choice if you do that. So if you choose to step outside your marriage and get your needs met, you can't blame that on your partner. It was still your choice. However, the climate in the relationship is gonna definitely influence your susceptibility of feeling tempted to get your needs met somewhere else. So in my own experience with marriage counseling, it's interesting for me to share about this because I'm a marriage counselor. I've been in private practice since 2004 and I specialize in couples counseling. But for me in my own marriage, my wife and I went through a season that was really difficult. She had trauma from her past and I didn't respond well to her trauma. And the way I responded to her trauma made her trauma worse. And then she, how she treated me because of her trauma became trauma for me. And so we got into this really vicious cycle. And the problem is I was going through graduate school at the time on becoming a counselor. And so I had this misconception that I could be our counselor. We don't need to go to a therapist. I can be our therapist. And that was the worst thing that I could have concluded because you never can be your own counselor or your own marriage therapist because you're not objective. You're skewed in your interpretation because you're in it for one and your needs are at stake for another. Therefore, your feedback and your observations are not going to be objective. But I was under that delusion for several years. And because I was going through graduate school, I thought, oh, I can do this. And that was the worst thing I could have ever done because that prolonged us getting professional help. And finally, when our marriage was hanging on by a thread, finally, when I was filled with hopelessness, finally, when everything in me wanted out, I finally was willing to reach out for help. 
to reach out for a therapist. So we started seeing therapist after therapist after therapist, and it took us a while to find one that was a really good match. And research shows the best indicator of success in therapy is how well you get along with the therapist, which makes sense. The more you get along with them, the higher the trust, therefore you're gonna be more open to the therapeutic process, so you're gonna improve more. So my wife and I saw a variety of different therapists to help address her trauma, which created relational trauma for us. And we saw therapists for probably around five years. But through that process, we healed. Through that process, we recovered. Through that process, we were able to untangle a lot of our knots and create some healthier habits because all couples tend to develop unhealthy habits. We all tend to drift in the wrong direction. And I see this with couples in my practice. Within a year or two, they already have bad habits that they've developed. But thankfully, we've caught it early so we can course correct. But when you've been together for years and years and years, and problems are a part of your relationship for that length of time, it gets harder and harder to course correct because you get set in your ways and you get used to interacting in these toxic, dysfunctional ways. But I just wanna encourage you, if any of these six items I've gone through today apply to you, seek marriage counseling. My wife and I did, and it saved our marriage. And so when I'm helping couples, I'm paying it forward because my own marriage has been saved and recovered, and I am passionate about helping other couples do the same. So here are six signs that you need marriage counseling. Number one, you have several topics you can't discuss. Number two, your needs are chronically unmet. Number three, you've built walls between you and your partner. Number four, you feel hopeless that things will ever get better. Number five, you feel alone. Number six, you feel tempted to get your needs met outside of your marriage. Thank you for listening to the Dr. Wyatt Show podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, the best way to pay it forward is share this link with someone else today so they can encourage, they can feel encouraged like you have through this podcast. Also, be sure to click the links in the description for my free resources. And remember, your marriage is alive. So if you care for it and nurture it, it will grow. But if you deprive it and neglect it, it will wilt and die. The choice is up to you. Take care.